what it is how's it going everybody today we're going to be talking about rat race the movie coming out of the 2000s star-studded cast we're going to talk about all the things we're going to talk about people spending too much money we're going to talk about uh smash mouth we're going to talk about uh just the links people will go to for only two million dollars know what i'm saying gonna talk about all the things so if you want to hear what we have to say Sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to The First Ones to Die. Hey everyone, welcome to The First Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan, I am here with Alex and Jerome. Alex, how you doing? I'm good. I don't know why I just tried to hide my phone under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a whole grown ass adult. <laughs> it's the PTSD hold... from high school. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, suddenly I'm like, oh, he's talking. I, gotta... <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I'm doing good. I've been really warm. I it's it reached 101 degrees today, so I hated it. But I kind of liked it because I like I like knowing it's hot outside, but being cool inside. It's like a weird thing. But uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> it's just been really busy at work. I got to watch our movie at work, <laughs> thankfully, though. So I got paid to do it. I'm very proud of that. Uh, but other than that, nothing much has been going on with me, which is kind of nice right now. It's a nice quiet going on, and I'm appreciating that from the universe. Nice. Yeah. How about that, you? That, yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say that weather situation, the fact that it's reached 100 in Washington before it has in LA, global warming. Honestly, I think it's because of the weather that nothing dressed or dramatic has been going on in my life. Everything's too hot for, for drama to be stirred up, for issues to be stirred up. To happen. The universe Everything is, feels like yeah. it's at a standstill. Yeah. The people are like, we'll cause problems next week. It's fine. Like... Let's just all go inside and have a cool drink. Let's not bother anybody. So I feel like that's right now where the universe is at. Right. When it's hot and when it snows, those are the times when like everything just stands still. Mm-hmm. Although I like when it's, I'll actually, every time it snows, I'll actually go out at nighttime when it snows. And sometimes uh, I live across gas station. I'll scare the attendants over there because they're just trying to open things up. And then here's me just standing on the balcony in, you know, the dead hours of the morning <laughs> in the <laughs> snow. They're not prepared to see another person out there yet. So I do accidentally scare them from time to time. I do apologize because I'll see them jump and I'm like, sorry. That's anyway, how, how's your guys' weeks go? How are you doing, Jonathan? <laughs> good, good. Uh, this week... I went and saw a, a musical that a friend of mine was in. They were 15-minute musicals. So there were two teams of three people, and they did three musicals that were 15 minutes, give or take, long. And it was really good. I had a really good time. And uh, the shows were really good. They were They had... Each had to follow a theme and uh, had to have certain beats. But I 
I I enjoyed each and every one of them, and I had a really good time. The people who were the people who were in the show were really really good and talented. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, I could have uh, watched Beetlejuice as well at Pages this week, but I opted not to um, just because this week was like really hectic. Why? Work-wise. Oh, I know. So I know it was. Did. It was, this week was just, I like needed sleep. And uh, just remember how I said I was last week, I like had gotten sick. It really hit me starting on Tuesday. Like my congestion, I was like fine with like my body kind of, but the congestion was just like out of this world. I was sneezing every single minute and it was just like not great. I'm doing a lot better now, thankfully. But yeah, uh, last week was busy and a lot was going on. Um, next oh, geez, week will, yeah, next week will uh, be a little bit lighter. It's gonna be it's gonna be heavy on the front uh, end of the week. Uh, we have a big launch at work, but uh, other than that, uh, that has been my week. Oh, is it still the Harry Styles? Indeed. Um, so we're having a, we're doing a huge like party and um, he's going to go to Access Hollywood um, on Monday. So, yeah, that should be that should be really fun. You guys do a lot of or it's it seems like you guys do a lot of premieres at Access Hollywood. They right. love us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anytime we have a new a new figure, we they always want us to take them, take them to Access Hollywood. I won't lie. Sometimes I forget that show does exist. <laughs> As naturally, because it's been a while. But, yeah, <laughs> only people watching are uh, old people. So I'm old. I feel old a lot nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the tiredness or I like. I will go on TikTok and see these like Gen Z kids mention about something from the olden days, and it's like, ah, oh, that hurts. That was that felt personal. When you made that comment about something that was like from the nineties or early two thousands. <laughs> Not cool. How you been doing, Jerome? I'm good. Uh I have a bit of a headache, so that's why I'm I'm a little quiet. But I'm, I'm we power through, we persevere, as they say. Um uh, it's been a pretty okay week. I uh fin- watched and finished beef. So good glad i got a chance to watch it um ali wong and steven yoon should do more projects together they're they just great chemistry and they did such a great job um can't recommend the show enough if you haven't seen beef yet go on to netflix watch beef it's great um also uh had a lot of trailers come out this week um and also uh, someone reminded me that uh, the bird box sequel is out <laughs> On Netflix right now, Bird, Bo- oh, Bird Box Barcelona came out yesterday. Oh. Um, Never heard of it. It's just it. more Bird Box, like but in job. Spain. <laughs> um, I, What's I, mean, I it's not with Sandra Bullock. No, no, new cast, completely new cast. Um, I'm sure this is not, I don't even think this is based off a book. Because uh, I don't know if there's any Bird Box like book sequels. No, there there's a bird box book but not even the movie bird box 
was properly based off the book other than the idea of like these monsters making you go insane when you see them or aliens. I'm not even sure what they are. So anything forward was never really bird box anyway, book wise. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that's out, but also the trailers that came out this week, uh, the only one that really stood out for me, the, the biggest was Wonka. Uh, we finally got our first look at that movie. It looks actually pretty cute. It looks uh, funny. Uh, the only selling point that made me go, oh, that's interesting, is I didn't know the director of Paddington was doing it. Paddington movies are great. So that does Never give me a little them. bit more hope. Ah, oh, they're so good. And they're nice, you know, family film, wholesome, because Paddington. Um, but uh, that gives me a lot that's of hope. Paddington, I think, is the only... Be a lot better. Paddington has is like heralded as uh it has a like a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes i think that's the one it's with one the, the bear in the blue that... jacket right mm-hmm uh, yeah paddington yeah. bear mm-hmm. he's a uh guy. so I have to look this so up. that gives me hope that wonka will do well um the trailer doesn't look too bad i'm not sure if i'm sold on timothy chalamet just yet but he's not doing a bad job it's just we haven't seen a lot like you don't get a lot of his performance in the trailer um as much you get a lot of just like the atmosphere and the feel and the vibe of the movie for sure um and it seems like it's going to be a fun like movie they show the musical numbers but you don't hear any of the music you just see a bunch of people dancing so i wonder if that's that's got me a little concerned of like why are y'all hiding the music (laughs) wouldn't that be the first thing you'd want to (laughs) sell well i would be Uh, concerned more the fact that hugh grant is an oompa loompa Actually, I thought the CG for that actually looked pretty decent. I was I was impressed. I was like, oh, this doesn't look too bad. Um, I'm sorry, Paddington has a ninety. Paddington has a ninety-seven percent, and Paddington Two has a ninety-nine percent. Okay. Oh, the sequel has a higher one. Yeah, I heard Mm. both movies are great. Um, Maybe I'll watch Paddington. We're gonna find Paddington. But uh, but yeah, so like Wonka looks cool. I, I could not, I could care less about Napoleon, the new Napoleon movie, Joaquin Phoenix. They showed that too. Um, I think Ridley Scott's doing that movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what do you mean by Napoleon? Right. It's a movie about Napoleon. Uh, uh, you know, the know. French general turned uh, ruler. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, starring Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon. Um which looks fine. I think it, like I don't even think I don't think Joaquin Phoenix has a French accent in it. <laughs> so, which I think is funny to me. <laughs> uh, but it it looks fine. It looks all right. You know, it's another biopic. It's clearly probably going to be uh, in the Oscar running later at the end of this year. I'm sure. So, Napoleon's coming out. Uh, you sound super yeah. excited for it. I feel that. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not into it. I saw the trailer and I was like, okay. <laughs> Even well, though people what? were talking about it, there are just so many more interesting. I feel like historical figures, and they just decided to go like, hey, let's go to eighth grade history class, see what they taught, and then we'll grab whatever historical figure that is with for that month. <laughs> I feel like that's how they do biopics nowadays. Somebody left their yeah, kids' it- eighth grade book around. I'm not gonna lie. I saw the like them talking. You know, the, I follow movie news. They're talking about the trailer, and I was like, "Why does anyone care?" <laughs> like, not not that the movie looks bad. Just like, who's asking for a Napoleon movie? 
Um, that being said, though, uh, the Bob Marley movie, though, does look interesting. It's weird that they have a trailer already because the movie doesn't come out till next year. But that looks interesting. I am excited to you see that movie. They're trying the to build a hype just same like. thing about Oppenheimer, though. It's yeah, true. Any movie they're trying the to build a major hype sure. on. Because The Color Purple, they released the trailer, what, like two months ago? And it doesn't come out till Christmas. Right. Like, like well, that's normal. It's like, for them, the couple whole, it's like, they don't even have a date for 2024. It's just 2024. I'm like, when? 2024. We just told you. Like, that's not, that's not a date. That's a year. That could be any time. Date enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, there was one other one that I was I was thinking about. Oh, um, and Blue Beetle released finally the official trailer for Blue Beetle because the first one was like a teaser. This one is more uh, you get a little bit more time. Cool to see uh, that they're they're really like committing to Blue Beetle. Um, you know, there's no Latin superheroes, so this this is the first one. Well, I guess except I guess Miles counts, but I mean in live action, there's no Latin uh, or, or Hispanic or Latino superheroes, and so uh, I am excited for Blue Beetle to come out. Uh, it looks fun. I don't know uh, like how it will tie in. They say it's supposed to tie into the James Gunn rebooted DC universe somehow. Um, so that's cool because that means they'll keep this going if it does well. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for Blue Beetle for sure. Uh, and uh, I also saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. <laughs> I heard it wasn't Some great. Some subtitles. I liked it. I thought it was good. It it definitely is not like it's it's a much better part one than I I think out of all of the three we've gotten so far this year because we've got Miles it's uh, part one it's like Spider Verse we've got Fast X and now this movie I think this is the one that does the part one thing the why best. did they all decide to come out at the same time too like that's just coincidental. <laughs> uh, but I like because across the Spider Verse like. It has a great cliffhanger ending, but it's just that it's a cliffhanger, and uh, Fast X just ends. There, I wouldn't even call it a cliffhanger. Literally, the movie just stops, <laughs> and they're just like, "I see you next time." This I one, I swear, if I'm watching Barbie or Oppenheimer <laughs> and I see to be continued, I will. I don't I know what I'm gonna do, but I would <laughs> love for Barbie to be just a part one. I would definitely be excited for a Barbie part two. Well, the thing about this movie is it's a complete movie. Like, it's part one, but technically, like, it has a beginning, middle, and end. So it feels almost like this is, like, one book, and then, like, book two is going to come, is, is, you know, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it feels. This one doesn't feel like, yeah, this one doesn't feel like, like, it's a cliffhanger as much as it's like, no, this is the end of the first chapter. The second chapter is going to come out, but you you feel like you're know, whole. You feel like so. Even if you never saw the second chapter, you would still feel closure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. So it's it's good, but I like I like it. I thought it was a fun movie. I do think a few characters get like axed off in a really weird way, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, that's disappointing. They didn't really get to do much, and I love that actor, um, but. It is what it is, because um, the movie is star-studded. I mean, there's a lot of people in this movie. Um, but the the main stars are great. Tom Cruise is, of course, fantastic 
as Ethan Hunt. He can do this role in his sleep. Uh, Haley Atwell's great as a like new addition, and the stunt work is impeccable. I mean, past just the, like him jumping off the cliff off the bike, uh, there's a sequence at the end that's incredible. I was like, it had me actually on the edge of my seat. Like, yo, how are they gonna make it out of this one? This is insane. <laughs> um, and uh, and to, to know the dedication they put into the movie is really cool. Like they built a train just for them to run into it, and, like run on it. Like they built the train cars and everything, uh, so they because so that the stunts could be real. Like that's really impressive and really cool. So I I really do uh, think it's a pretty cool movie. I don't know if I like it better than the last ones, but to be quite honest, don't ask me any plot details about the last ones because I I couldn't tell you. I remember the stunts. I don't remember the plot. <laughs> So, uh, so that's, I think the thing that I think a lot of people might be harping on for this movie is like, you'll remember the stunts. You might not remember like the plot though. <laughs> Cause there, it's a very like simple, like cookie cutter plot just so we can get these stunts and stuff happening. Um, but still I feel fun. Like that's a lot you know? of Tom Cruise's movies though, because everything, the immediate thing you'll hear about Tom Cruise's films, he does his own stunts. Do you see this stunt? He did it himself. That's usually what I hear over if the movie's good, the plot, other actors or anything. Immediately, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. So it's like... It's, it's a good a, selling point. It's what helps with the John Wick movies. Keanu Reeves does a lot of his own stunt work, too. Keanu Reeves impressive. helps they're, with the Keanu Reeves movies. They're, like, they're the two that are like the only ones really still doing it. I guess Jason Momoa, to a degree. But he's younger. Um, I mean, like, as far as men in their age, like Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise, they are still doing their own stunts, <laughs> which is impressive. It's really impressive. Um, and then, of course, big news, actor strike started this week. So now not only do you have no one able to write your movies and TV shows, now you got no one to be in them either. <laughs> That's true, too. And the way that these... Uh you know, alleged leaked quotes from execs and studio heads, uh, the way that they're coming out, it's like, wow, these, these, these studio execs really do not, they, they don't care about money apparently. And they don't care about the livelihood of the people who help build their studios. So, you know, more power to, to the actors, to the writers. Uh, hopefully they can work on some negotiation soon, but from what it sounds like, it's not going to happen anytime soon. I feel like with the actors, it'll be easier than with the writers because the writers are asking for better residuals and better payment. The payment, I think they can get. The residuals is where it's the holding up part for the writers, only because for streaming, certain sites don't have the the revenue stream to do residuals without changing the way they do their business. Cause like, you know, Paramount plus Hulu, they have ads. So that helps pay the, like that service to be able to pay the residuals. Netflix doesn't, which a lot of people are like, Oh man, Netflix doesn't have ads. That's why I use Netflix. But it's like, yeah, their alternative though, is they're completely subscription based. That's entirely their revenue stream outside well, Netflix of like has added ads now that was a whole big thing with netflix they they have plans with ads now so that is something they've up do their they have them they've restricted their mm-hmm. that's one of the base plans you can have ads i know they were talking about doing that 
Yeah. Okay. So then that may change some things because that was the big argument where it's like you had a lot of writers writing for like streaming shows that were very popular, especially on Netflix, but you know, not exclusively. There was other places and the residual check would be like in the triple digits. Two cents. Yeah. Like you would get like no. Well, now, yeah. Now it's. But I know the actors are asking for that too for residuals for their streaming work. But their biggest thing also is the AI stuff. Apparently, there was a, a lot of the producers were uh, trying to make a negotiation, basically that like people who play background actors or extras would Body essentially, scanning. yeah, they There's would sell their face and rights, and then after that, they would be like, "Now we have you digitally. We don't ever need to hire you again." And it's like, okay, so where do I work then? Like, if if every company implements that, literally, you'd work for like four studios for a day. So they could get your body scan, and then you'd never work again, unless you become famous. And how, I guess. How presumptuous of them to think that technology has—they have the technology to make that look realist, as realistic as it currently is in film and TV. It will not look that real. It will not look like that Joe great. At least right now, with the current technology, it won't. Right. Especially, and also, it's it's more it's more work that's unnecessary because it is easier to pay for a group of bodies to come to wherever you know whatever it is you're filming, whether it's a battle scene, uh, sports event, you know, stadium type scene, whatever it is. It is way easier to just get people to come and do that as opposed to paying CG artists how much money to render out like a bunch of scans of different people in a, in an audience. How does that make sense money wise? And that's, I think the biggest issue is like all these producers are trying to make it seem like we're, we're, we're putting money hand over fist to make these movies. You don't have to, we've made like the, you look at blockbusters back in the eighties and the nineties, they're making blockbusters for like a quarter, if not a, a if not smaller than that of the budgets they make now. <laughs> You could make an Indiana Jones movie for like 20 million back in the day. Now they're making them for like 200. You don't need all that. And most of that money's CG. (laughs) A lot of it comes down to CG and it doesn't look good. People can clearly tell. And people get excited when you find out that they're actually, oh, this was a life scale model. This is great. Or this was just good camera work. That's what it comes down to. It's just you keep saying, oh, we want to make it look as real as possible. We can tell. Because we also have screens and phones and things like that that show us those little imperfections all the time. So having real people, real faces, real actors helps you get more immerse yourself into what you're watching, into the project they've created. Right. And also background actors, there's a lot of people who are trying to get into the industry and start by being background actors. And because they're constantly working you know, their way up the ladder by being in other projects. It allows them to be able to be in the spaces they need to be in to maybe get that 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 audition that's going to be their big break or something like that. And more importantly than that, like if they do enough work, it pays the bills. It helps to pay the bills for sure. If you take a digital construct of somebody's face, you, I'm sure the studios are not going to pay them for every time they use that person's likeness. And if they do, they're probably going to nickel and dime them and be like, yeah, I mean, we'll give you like, I don't know, like a quarter of a quarter of how much uh, is like in this contract for us to give you. 
Like it's but not going to be worth it. But Shutter's kind of due to actors now be, or, and streaming services because uh, that one actress, I apologize, I don't recall her name. Um, she was the Asian woman from Black is the New Orange. Orange is the New Black. She, Orange I, is the New Black. I, I, thing saw, I saw her. It's the, I saw her video. She showed original original checks where she was making about like seven grand, you know, per. I don't know how the payment system works Episode. out. Uh, whether it's like uh, she gets it every two weeks or every however. Usually you get the check like after because because you have to um, like you have to send the check to your management and so they can take out their percentage. And then uh, if you have an agent, they have to take out their percentage and blah, blah, blah. So you usually don't get that money until like a month or so later. Okay, so she went from like seven thousand to less than three dollars, and they're like, "This is normal for when it comes to streaming. It's absolutely normal for your pay to start going down because less people are streaming your episodes. That makes sense." But that's jumping down from like maybe a hundred at most to thirty dollars twenty. She dropped from like almost seven thousand to three dollars, so they're basically not paying her for the episodes that are streamed, and it shows that that a lot of people who are now dealing with streaming. So it's not even that it's this whole change in the way we watch TV, how consumers consume things and the movie producers or TV show producers, producers and companies aren't willing to change with it. They want the same deals they got before when it's clearly not the same. Cause it's also not like old network TV where like, they had control over sometimes what episodes were shown and even can say, Hey, never air this episode again. They can't do that anymore. Now everything's just up there. Although Paramount straight up did with the, the ladies in pink, I think it was called. Oh, Greece. Yeah. The yeah. Greece TV show, rise of the pink ladies. Eight days. That show was up for exactly 28 days as it aired. And then they yanked it off and scrubbed it from their account. I know that's wild. Yeah, yeah. So which is I, what they're going to try to start doing with other shows, where they're going to be like, "Well, you don't want your two dollar residuals? Fine, we're just going to scrub the show. It's probably easy for us anyway." The thing is, like, I think as long as people they like stand together, I think because, like, uh, they said for the Oppenheimer um, premiere, none of the actors showed up; they all went on strike, so like nobody was there. That like you know people want to talk to like the like the entertainment news whatever they stood in solidarity on that and it's because a lot of them were like I know what it's like to start from the bottom and y'all are trying to yeah. screw over the actors starting from the bottom for what for an extra hundred something dollars on you like on top of your you're already getting like how many thousand like hundreds of thousands of dollars and yeah and push this false narrative that it's just about the bigger actors you know um that they're like oh they're already making so much money a movie they don't really need more it's not it is about the smaller actors and background right. actors voice actors those people who you know don't get a name just yet who you're like oh i kind of vaguely remember seeing them they still aren't getting the credit they deserve they'll try to push like oh it's tom cruise he doesn't need any more money it's not about tom cruise <laughs> It's about the other actors who are still yet to come up. Yeah. Yeah, because it's only a small percentage of the people who are actors who are actually rich or make this huge amount of money. Mm -hmm. um, the people who star in the TV show, the people who star in the movies, everyone else, you know, at the t 
time, you may think, oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm getting uh, $5,000 uh, an episode. But what happens, especially now, when you only make 10 episodes a season, that money, and then you have to, and then that season ends or worse, the show gets canceled. That money is going to go away eventually. That money has to sustain you until your next gig. And you don't know when that's going to be. Right. Or the way they're setting out seasons too, because a lot of the seasons now, like the Witcher is getting sent out like every, there's parts. So you're waiting like six months for every episode for our six months for every part a part two of season stranger things is a good way to look at that because there was like what two years between a couple of those seasons and you couldn't even blame yeah. the pandemic for that anyway um good omens with david Tennant and michael sheen which i love and i'm super excited their new season starting out soon four years it's been four years from season one to season two and because of everything that's going on as well as the pandemic and stuff like that they're only coming out with six episodes it's not very much for the smaller actors right. on there, not counting the larger names, they're not probably going to get paid right either. Yeah. yeah. So, we, you know, we stand with the writers and actors of both SAG and the WGA. Glad the DGA could come to an agreement with the, produ- <laughs> with the producers guild. Um, the D- like that's the directors guild of America. They, they turned out. Okay. They were like, nah, we got it. Like, but, but nothing, but now really... they don't got anybody to direct. Right. Like uh, nothing, but that uh, right for the- looking at the DGA, I'm like, yeah, but nothing really is going to affect you. You know what I mean? You can't AI, no. you can't have AI direct the movie. <laughs> right. Like somebody's got to be at the helm. So I'm like, yeah, but it's like for the writers and, and the, especially the, the writers thing is especially the thing for me. Cause I'm like, why would you not? What, who's going to write the movie? You, you're just the money man or money woman. You don't know the first thing about writing a movie. And even if you do bet money, you're part of the WGA. So you, <laughs> you're, so you're getting the you know same what? deal. It's because we told, even as we're kids, we're told this, writing is not a real career. You can't make a real career out of writing, which is straight up bullshit. Entertainment, books, uh, you know, magazines, stuff like that, blogs, even content creators on TikTok and stuff need writers. They write scripts, they write books, they write screenplays, all this stuff. None of what we do in the entertainment industry can move forward without writers and their contribution and the rewrites they do because sometimes actors like Ryan Reynolds is like I want to ad lib and that's fantastic you can tell it makes the movie a little funnier but it's got to be stressing those poor writers out they're like great all right we're gonna have to overnight it we have to stay here overnight because Ryan Reynolds decided he wanted this this direction no offense to Ryan Reynolds respectfully I like the man I'm just saying he's the only one I know off the top of my head who's very impromptu so a lot of the we're getting we got told so much that writing's not a real career and then when faced with an obstacle like this where the writers aren't getting paid enough people are like well why are they complaining you know it's like because no that is their career people are working to make this their career and all they want is a livable wage they're not demanding much they want livable wages which is something everybody in america strives for unfortunately right Especially because, you know, I've always said it before. Nobody needs to live in a mansion. Nobody needs to have eight cars in the driveway. Like, and half of them being from other countries. Like, nobody needs that. People want that. That's not a necessity. 
You only need one car because you only got one ass. You can only sit it in one vehicle at a time. <laughs> you only need... Just going on your t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Preach. <laughs> I'm just saying, you only need but so many bedrooms because you only got one body. You can only sleep in one mattress at a time. You only need but so many toilets because once again, you only got one ass. You can only sit on one at a time. All right, you don't need I all like that. Someone space. remix. I like that. Someone, someone remix this this, this preach and, and go uh, say loud. Upload it. Yeah, upload it. I'm just saying, it's like you, no one needs there. all that. You could easily live in this country and make and live a reasonably like, uh, what's it called? Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Extravagant life off of if you make at least a hundred million a year. At least that. You still will have a little enough left over to go on vacations, go to fancy restaurants, you know, do all the stuff. Okay, Mr. Two Million is not enough for me. I I, I could I could do a lot with two million. <laughs> with two million. Paying off my student loans and getting me a new car. Yeah, That's you can do a plan with two million. Get time. myself out of debt. Exactly. <laughs> you are two million dollars in debt. No, Not but I have much. a car that but, can put me in debt like but that. But listen, you know what I'll, what I'll never be in debt again for a while? Because <laughs> I'll be putting in my savings. And plus, that's like a that's like a windfall. Like, I got $2 million. It's not like I'm making that. <laughs> I just got it. So it's going to run out if eventually. You think, if, you, if you think about... If you make $100,000 a year... That's pretty good in this economy. Also, I, I said I said hundred million. I I meant a hundred thousand. Sorry, I, I oh, okay. I, okay. I meant hundred thousand. Okay, I said hundred million. <laughs> My bad. I was like a hundred million is your standard. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, a hundred thousand is what is, I meant to say. A hundred thousand. You could you could easily live an extravagant life making a hundred thousand dollars a year. No, if you make a hundred million dollars a year, okay. kill yourself. You don't need to be making that much money. You are out here bankrupting this whole country. <laughs> Look, that's not as bad as what uh, who, who, who said it. Um, hold on, Ron Perlman. Perlman said, talked about he straight up just threatened all of them. Did you see that video? <laughs> no. Oh my god! I'll show Damn. it to you guys afterwards. Ron Perlman's he, coming for the soul. <laughs> he was just like, "Listen up. There are other ways to lose your house. Just remember that. And also, because of everything." A lot of people know where you all live and karma comes quick. That man <laughs> is a threat and I respect him so much. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, listen, if he's you like they, they were talking about we're going to starve out the writers, the writers like, OK, you know, there's a reason there's a there's a the, the phrase is poor, eat the rich. Better believe, you know, you're getting a little hungry out here and y'all looking mighty tasty. <laughs> so, yeah, just think about that. And he's. He's like, hey, you guys said you're going to wait out till they lose their house. Well, there are other ways to lose your house. Just remember that. His, he, the way he did it, you know, he grabbed that son of anarchy like energy. And he was like, I'm going to prove I'm going to show you all exactly what we mean. It was fantastic. Also, Fran Dresser. I did not know she was the uh, head of the union Same. for the actor. I didn't know that either. I, it was it's amazing uh i recommend everybody to go see her speech as well that she gave at the at the meetings they're very powerful they are very passionate and very precise and clear about exactly what they want moving forward and how they stand with their writers as well because actors and writers need each other they oftentimes go actors and writers honestly. are are uh, 
like uh what's it called vice versa a lot of writers are actors and a lot of actors are writers so i'm sure yeah. a lot of them for a lot of them they're like we know each other we've all worked in tandem in a lot of ways yeah absolutely there's a lot of actors who are like hey i've seen what writing can do and i want to get into writing and there are writers who are like I feel like these words should be said this way and I would like to present them that way because, you know, this is how I want to move forward with my career. Again, things are very intertwined and people do need to acknowledge that, that we can't lose one part because a lot of it will fall apart. It's it's like a pyramid. It's a pyramid. Yep. No. I feel like a pyramid's oh. a scheme stone. Well, but you know what I mean. Only person, only person <laughs> winning right now is Zeus Network. With all the reality TV coming out. <laughs> and CBS, hey, Big Brother season's about to start. So that's, I yeah, that's that. did something awful this weekend. I watched and you watched Big bit, Brother? No, I watched Vanderpump Rules. And I got into it. <laughs> I really did. Well, people have been, I've, I've been hearing, I haven't watched it, but I've been hearing about the Scandoval. They're all terrible terrible human beings like i thought the kardashians were like soul sucking but these people are awful and they just so like one... flaunt their wealth and everything and it's just like i hate all of you but i need to watch how your whole life is just being destroyed because tiffany wore the pink dress that she shouldn't have worn to the gala <laughs> so you know how they have the restaurants in hollywood and everything mm -hmm. after after work after one of our like launches, we went to one of the restaurants. We went to, uh, Tom, is it Tom Tom? Tom Tom? Is that one of them? Tom yeah. Tom? It's With the two Toms, the two guys named Tom. Yeah, Tom's Tom. Uh huh. And, uh, one of the guys was there. The t one of the Toms was there. Not the one who was like, not the scandal one, but the other one. I don't know the other one yet. I just started watching it. It's terrible. And I do love that every episode somebody's gonna like it. They're like a parody of reality shows because somebody often gets a drink thrown at them. It's like this doesn't happen in reality <laughs> shows. Nope, these people are like watch every reality show ever and every parody, and they're like, and they're like, we got it. Get me that red wine. <laughs> uh, but the point is, wow. we stand with the actors, we stand with the writers, and you know. We'll do what we can to always show our support for them. Yeah. As well as nice. adding donations to, I'll be adding that actually to our Instagram and our TikTok and I guess our threads we're on now, uh, showing how you guys can support <coughs> with petitions and donations and trying to always uh, keeping yourself updated on what's going on. Yep. And for those yes. of you out there who are like, well, what about my Marvel movies? What about what about my Star Wars movies? It's supposed to come out in 2025. Watch something else. There's literally thousands upon thousands of shows you can watch. Thousands upon thousands of movies you can watch. You haven't seen them all. I, I'm willing to bet you that. Watch those. Yes. There we go. Yeah. And one of those things that you could watch perhaps <laughs> is the 2001 film rat race good segue all right yeah yeah that was, that was one of my better ones uh, <laughs> i was 10 years old when that movie came out i thought about that when i was watching it because i remember watching it I when it came seven. out see making yeah me i i i watched this movie i 
didn't. But let me let me let me start off with okay. Uh, if you haven't seen or, or know what Rat Race is, uh, it stars an ensemble cast. It's about a Las Vegas casino magnate determined to find a new avenue for wagering, who <laughs> sets up a race for money. Uh, it stars an ensemble cast of uh, including Brecken Meyer, Amy Smart, Whoopi Goldberg, Vince Vilouf. Uh, Seth Cuba Gooding Jr., Seth Green. Let me go to the Wikipedia because I, this, okay. okay, Seth Green, uh, Lonnie Chapman, John Ruby Lovitz, Goldberg, John Lovitz. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, Janice Bergs. I don't know if you said that. Carrie Diamond, Douglas Hayes. Uh, You're saying the, yeah. the one-liner characters. Yeah, because you got Kathleen and Jimmy, uh, Kathleen and Jimmy, Rowan Atkinson, Rowan Atkinson John Cleese, Wayne Knight, Silas Weir Mitchell. Who Alex? You said you started watching Grimm. He's in Grimm. Yeah, when I saw him, I was like, "Hey!" I was very shocked and surprised. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. That man has not aged a day in his life. It is absolutely <laughs> insane. Because I was like, "You look exactly like." him like you like that's what i thought in my head you look exactly like him but i was like no wait you are him why do you look so much like yourself at that age it was it's it's weird it's weird when white actors look the same usually they're the one stage <laughs> awesome and a lie. real quick uh look to dean kane who's in there for all of like a dean few minutes kane, yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a character with a first uh, and, and last Cleese, name dude. like he's important <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> I didn't hear the last name at all. It's in the IMDb. It. He plays Sean Kent. And I'm like, who the hell was even referencing his last name? Why'd you even give him one in the script? Maybe because he played Superman and his, his name is Superman is Clark Kent. Uh, Maybe they wanted to give a nod to that. Uh, uh, but anyway, I, I remember watching this movie so much as a kid and i didn't realize how much i watched it as a kid until i watched it yesterday because <laughs> i remembered every single beat i knew like exactly what the jokes were how it was gonna end I, oh, excuse but me. It, it, it it was just a joy to to relive it and watch it i as remember five, yeah. when this movie came out god you're five years younger than me really I guess. That's weird. I never <laughs> thought about that. Well, that's a trip. I have a different memory of one of the, like a scene in the movie and how the movie, like there's a part, I guess I forgot and replaced it with a memory. I'll talk about, oh, can we do spoilers? Can we talk? Can we go into that? Yeah. So uh, if, like how we yeah. do retro reviews, we just dive in audience. So if you haven't seen Rat Race, uh, too bad. You get, <laughs> like you should watch it though. It's a fun time. Um, but yeah. Well, let me just start off. Um, you know how people are like, oh, this movie could never be made today or blah, blah, blah. And like people are too, stuff like that. I absolutely think this movie could be still made except for the family. The His name was uh, by John. Le- Le- oh, John. Le- the pair family. The pair family. That whole storyline. Unnecessary. From top to, to bottom, beginning to end. Like, but it was, it was so was- funny. I it loved every bit of it when they're driving family. the John Lovitz. The, the, I don't know what it is about John Lovitz. 
he always gets me. And it's because he always plays he always plays the most like terrible people. And yet it always uh, makes what, me laugh every time. I mean, when <laughs> every he, time when he got pulled over and he was going like yeah, he's trying to do this the, like, with the, the like cute thing of like like what seems to be the problem <laughs> officer. Like, <laughs> it's like you but, know good and goddamn well he is not falling for that. <laughs> see, I have the memory of eventually him telling his wife like, "Hey, two million dollars is on the line," and she's like, "Fuck our family trip, like two million dollars, let's go," and she being in on it. I remember that. I did not remember him literally drugging his family, shoving them into a. A truck, and uh, the eighteen wheelers to drive off and run away from Nazis. I remember the whole Nazi lie. That's why I'm like, I doubt this movie. This at least his plot line can be remade today. The rest of them were weird and like eh, sometimes, but like maybe not the drugging thing, but the rest of it can stay. I think. I think you still because people still hate Nazis, so (laughs) nobody would be like, oh man, you're making the Nazis look bad. Like no one gives a shit. (laughs) <laughs> and and he and uh, it, it felt like it was presented that he was that him and the family were very much anti-nazi and anti-hitler well um, his wife looks jewish well they're jewish <laughs> they're supposed yeah, to be jewish. jewish yeah right uh maybe also because i was also thinking like oh there are this some of the things in this movie are a product of their time. Very um, much like so. When, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> like when, um, when, uh, so we have basically, if you've never seen the movie, you probably have, but if you've never seen it, uh, John Cleese plays this billionaire who uh, brings all of these, these six or five seven. groups of uh, people. Oh, it's seven? It's seven in the I beginning. And then, like, as they all team up, like, you know, Amy Smart comes on and other people. Um, it, it, it becomes, it, like, it's ten, I think. The, well, five, yeah, ten groups of people. Or, five, sorry, five it, groups it, of It's people. the mother-daughter. It's the brothers. It's the... Family. The, uh, family, family. The pair family. The lawyer. Rowan Atkinson. Maybe it is her. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. And I no, think it's... It's seven total because Breck and Meyer, Whoopi Goldberg, um, her daughter, the two brothers. Right, that's five. I, I was counting teams. I was no, counting teams. No, yeah, counting teams. Because the mother, daughter, the there brother. There are no teams. They're there all supposed teams, to be. The they're all supposed to teams. technically be there individuals, were, but they, mm-hmm. they, they, some of them just decided to pair up because they were pairs already. But really, there is no teams. They're all supposed to be separate. <laughs> there was teams because it was like the mother, oh, daughter. Because they there gave them the mother, da- yeah. They, Hold on. They gave the mother, Continue daughter one, one coin. Gonna... They would have given them two coins. Oh, if I see what you mean. People. Okay, the co- yeah, the coins equal out. So how many to, keys were okay. there? Right. What are you arguing with us and you're not in that conversation? <laughs> There's... Oh, oh, that's on YouTube. But anyway, so there's multiple anyway, There's like multiple keys. Multiple keys. If we do the two is... pairs, there is like five keys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's five keys. And... Uh, they basically get told, hey, there's $2 million uh, in this safe. 
in uh, this place in uh, Silver in Dare, Arizona, Silver, New Mexico. Silver, Silver Dare, City, New Mexico. Silver, Silver City, New, New Mexico. Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the first person to get it, the per- first person to get it gets to keep it. And at first, the people are like, mm, I don't know about this. What, what's going on? Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, forget this. Well, he shoots a gun and to get them to leave. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, get your asses off this table. Get out. <laughs> that was, get out. That was, Go. That, that Race. Do it now. <laughs> He's like, wait, I have more questions. No, the time starts now. It reminds Go. me of, you guys ever seen, you, you remember College Humor back in the day? When yeah. they were, uh, had their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. they used to do these segments where they would each do their own, uh, like the uh, themed series of sketches. They did one called College Humor Does the Purge. And one of the opening sketches is this lady uh, telling them what the purge is. And they're asking all these questions of red tape, like, <laughs> like, wait, so if I steal a car during the purge, when like when the purge is over, do I have to go and uh, put it on my insurance? And like, it was just like, there's a dude about to stab her, and he's like, oh shit, that's actually a good question. What's that? <laughs> there's another one uh, where one of the college humor people are from England, and she's like, I'm technically British. Does it count if I, can I purge with you guys? Or am I, because of my visa, can I not? Yeah, and it's just, uh, so it reminded me of that, of just like, like, cause at the end of that sketch, she's just like, for God's sake, th- there's no rules, just purge! Go! <laughs> Kill each other! But there's it's kind of a, it's a realistic thing. Keys, because, by the way, there's six of there's them. There's six? It's a realistic. There's six silver Who's the sixth? I l- just looked. Okay. Okay, so we have Breckenmeyer and Amy Smart. We have Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. We have Seth, the brothers. We have the Cody brothers. Right. We have the mom and daughter. Right. Got Breckenmeyer. Oh, yes. Or, we have, not, um, we have, Rowan. I already said that. Yeah, you already said oh, that. Yeah. We have Ron Atkinson, and then we have the family. So it is. I right. It is. Okay. It is six. Got it. Okay. Ha ha. Because I forgot about the family. I was like, who the heck is the sixth person that I didn't count? It's, it's the John Lovitz. John Lovitz, yeah. Um, well, before the family uh, didn't really count as a group member because they didn't know they were right. On it was just chase. John Lovitz, and he was just like taking them on a journey. <laughs> Some uh, journey. But it's it's asking okay. them asking those questions at the beginning. I felt like was realistic because if especially if you're in Vegas, you know, you get looped into things and there's scams and timeshares mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So you're like. But if I, I'm not, I'm just supposed to drop all my plans right now to run to uh, New Mexico. But uh, they did. They did. Which they very, I love Whoopi Goldberg's response to like her daughter being like, it's probably a scam. Oh, good, a scam. <laughs> She's happy about it. <clears throat> yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Would you guys I, do it? The, like, would I do the race? Yeah, yeah I'd go for it. give you a silver key and be like, if an eccentric white man came up to you and was like, here's a key, go here, there's $2 million. No, that's not how it happened. He, a group what? of us all got together <laughs> and one white <laughs> dude told all of us, hey, I, each of you have a key and there's $2 million waiting in a safe somewhere. Like, all you have to do I is go and to- get it. Then, yeah, I'd be like, okay, all of us are in on it. Let's go. <laughs> I would. I would have to... Nowadays we have Google, so I would have to Google the man to make sure he's actually a billionaire, <laughs> and then 
Do that on the way. You got to do that on the way because you're wasting time. You can just turn around. You got to move. (laughs) If he's not, you could just turn around and be like, oh, he's not a billionaire. Okay. Especially when they're waiting for the elevator and John Lovitz is like, ah, you know, it's probably stuck. I'm just going to take the stairs. I was like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Just get to the stairs. All start jogging for it. Yeah. That was, I love how, how was it who threw themselves at everybody to like, I think it was one of the, I think it was a brother with the infected tongue ring. He like threw himself at the whole group to stop everybody or attempt to slow people down. And then they end up all just landing on top of each other. The brothers, they were ruthless. They For real. They had no remorse, but they're back. also idiots. Yeah. Cause he's just like, we can't tell anybody about so. This uh, this fake. You can't tell anyone about this two billion dollars. You know, I mean, we only got the right one key. The it's like this little key spin. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Don't say that. Which the key Smith was the guy from Grimm, which is that where I was like really shocked to see him. I love watching older movies and like seeing actors you know so much so well this day which again goes back into the writers uh, writers and extra strike see how that was a background <laughs> character a minor character and how he became you know part of the grim series um it was right. just funny to see him and i was like really confused for a second because you want to talk about weird movie. background characters kathy bates she, I, she wasn't oh, even yeah. in the billing the, at all. She's in this lady. movie as the squirrel lady, and the, she wasn't even in the billing at all. They didn't. They didn't see like, hey, Kathy Bates. And I don't know if maybe she wasn't famous at this time, but as soon as I saw her, I was like, I think she was. I feel like famous. she had done Misery at that point, right? She, yeah, Misery was back in the nineties. Yeah, so she had to have been famous by that, and I'm surprised that yeah, she, she doesn't yeah, get. She, earned, she won the Academy Award. In 1990. Yeah, so she had to have been, like, it's weird that she's just in this movie and they don't really talk about it. Maybe she just did one of those things where, like, she walked on set and she's like, hey, I feel I want to be in this movie. And they're like, it's Cassidy Bates. She, We're also, say, yeah. also, Steve Martin plays an air traffic controller. Oh, wow. That's a real deep cameo. Yeah, I think it might just be voiceover. That's um, but true. It uncredited. It could be. Um, yeah. Um, but it's just, although that, she was insane. Because it's like, I love that you see the pile of cars. She's done this to multiple people. Tell me, you should have bought a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was always one of my favorite scenes in yeah, the movie. Was. But it was always the one that made me the most frustrated. I'm like, darn you, squirrel lady. It's to, like, listen, if you're like, first of all, why are you selling squirrels? Nobody wants a squirrel as a pet except you, I guess. <laughs> Well, you buy it and set and it also, free. And also, where did you get these squirrels from? From right. the people She's who kidnapping bought it and squirrels. Set them free. <laughs> That's actually, you know, pretty. Skilled. Right. This is you like gotta... squirrel prostitution. Like you can't just <laughs> capture squirrels <laughs> and just sell them <laughs> to anybody. An unsuccessful, unsuccessful squirrel prostitution at that. She's not even doing a good job. <laughs> squirrel prostitution. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Hey, happen. homie, you like that's these good. nuts? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus. Both of you need Jesus. <laughs> uh, but but I, I yeah I I, I love that Papa. I, I like I do think the cool thing is like how realistic like their access to vehicles was. You know what I mean? Because it's not like granted. 
their their ability to steal vehicles is very like weird for some of them because like i can like kuba Ju- gooding jr he just like the bus was already running he just got in and started it or i already had the keys in it so sure how the hell did they steal the nazi mobile did it just have the keys in it? Because I highly doubt a museum piece that's just supposed to be sitting there has the keys just in it and gas. And why would they, and why would they, that that too. And why would they just have Hitler's car sitting in the parking lot? In the lot parking lot. Shouldn't that be museum? in the museum? <laughs> Shouldn't that still be in Germany or something or Austria? Right. What is it I guess he had multiple cars. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he did. But it's Hitler just, had multiple cars, just you know, for everybody's reference. It's like those producers. Who, which, which uh, uh, team's storyline was your favorite? The family. I love John Lovett so much. He's just so funny. Um, he was yeah. he was my favorite. Even though uh, the Hitler joke, when he like has the thing on his mouth and like on his mouth, and he's he's like his throat is all messed up. I was like, I was like, ah, I mean this this one. I'm not feeling this joke as much. But <laughs> uh, to a group of veterans, yeah, to a group of World War II veterans at that. Um, but I did love their, their story and I love how the family got into it. Like the kids and everything, especially when he has the, I don't like a baby life where he's the daughter, like poop out the window and she's like, I hate you. I hate you so much. And then you see the, like, I love the, that's why I love the subtle comedy of like the cops pull them over and you see the cop in the background wiping the glass. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, how fast was I going, officer? I'm like, you know, good and goddamn well, that's not the issue. <laughs> As he tries to bat his eyes. <laughs> right. Dad, I'm prairie dogging. Like, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> I see that's the storyline I like the least. I just he I found him so annoying. I found the whole family actually kind of annoying. And then he goes and drugs his family, and then I was like, "Ah, I'm not." Listen, that. that's payback for Kathy and Jimmy headbutting him in the car <laughs> when they're done, when they're done. That's what happens the when you get a little stir crazy. All right, pull the car over. But then if you pull, like, the you're car trying over, to kill you all have... of us in this vehicle. You... What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just have to. You just have to grab that wheel and turn it really hard. And that's why you should also always wear your seatbelts, people. Um. Uh, I did I like Brecken Meyer too, though, and Amy Smart. I thought I'd like to, but only because Amy Smart is hilarious. She's insane. That's she's a crazy woman. The funny thing is, it's such it's such a dichotomy because at first she starts off like all chill and cool and like the cool girl, very sweet, and, and this mysterious, yeah. And then when she flies that helicopter and sees her boyfriend cheating on her, she. I she like, ruins her life and career. Yeah, she's like, I broke 15 federal laws. A lot of property damage. I like Blade and like, oh, I think they're my favorite. Just because they are fucking insane. They're, they're, they're just chaos. And I like at the beginning when they're talking about, when they're trying to come up with their scam of him falling down the steps. He's like, well, why do I have to do it? He's like, because we need a witness. And I can't even understand you half the time. And I'm your brother. <laughs> and then he's like, I might break Seth- my neck. He's like, that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Green is so good at playing the jerk dude, the unlikable, yeah. 
douchebag. He's 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 really good. At I am wondering though if this is where Seth Green and Breckin Meyer became friends because they're really great friends in real life, and uh, in fact, they do Robot Chicken together. Um, is that still uh, going? Like, mm-hmm. Most of the and, and most of the voices are them, like Seth Green and Breckin Meyer doing a lot of the voices for a lot of the characters. And so it's like, I wonder if this was the start of that, of their relationship of being like, man, you're a really cool guy. You want to like make a show together? <laughs> Maybe. When did Robot Chicken start? And they're both the same age. Oh, they were like brothers in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how they tried to take uh, down the, uh, the air controller thing too. Because that plan was going to work in general. I mean... I, I, f- I need a physics person to tell me if that's how that would work. If it could pull up an entire truck like that. Yeah. I I would doubt. You no, know, it can. Like the cable would break or the cable would break or at, at some point it would just get stuck. No, no, it could pull it up just like it show. Like it's just winding it up. Kind of like when you do with yarn and you're just pulling something up. Um, it depends on how much traction the car could actually get to like hold it back and which one would snap first. Most likely it would have pulled off the uh, rear bumper and where it was holding the cable. That's more likely to happen. <laughs> but unless they have a really, really good bumper and a really good car, which looking at it, it was like an old car. So and older cars were built differently than today's cars. They were built more solid and to hold firm but it also looked like just a shitty car so i feel like if anything the back of the car should have just been ripped off mm. yeah that's what i thought is something like that uh also i i stand corrected matthew senrick or Sen- senrick uh is who made robot chicken with seth green but breckenmeyer does do a lot of voices for robot chicken nonetheless and they are really good friends um but yeah, I like I just it's just seeing the antenna spin it around. I was just like, is it that strong? I mean, I know it's like I know it's built very tough, of course, you know, to withstand uh, like damage and like wind damage and all types of other stuff. But like in my head, I just didn't think it was that strong to pull up an entire vehicle. <laughs> Although I love how he's freaking out because the truck's coming up the ladder. I'm like, just jump down. It's not that far. You could literally get onto the car and then get in the seat. Worst case scenario, you just stand on the top of the car. What are you freaking out about? This guy's your brother who should freak out. You really think he has the like whereabouts to do that to jump properly onto the car to get into the seat? The man pierces his own tongue and they throw show out throughout the show how it's all black. Don't don't bring logic into that. Also, how did they not get arrested? Because they had one of the air traffic people saw them. looking at yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in the next scene, they're getting a rental car. Oh, I guarantee you, by the end of that Smash Mouth concert, all of them were arrested in some way, shape, or form. All of them were absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they one all stole well, a rocket car. Another one f- feared with whole international airport. Uh, there's stole Hitler's car. Uh, stole Hitler's car. Uh, tried to kill her ex boyfriend with a helicopter. So, like, all of them are going stole, to jail. One stole a tw- uh, charter bus full of I Love Lucy impersonators. And yeah. then abandoned the I Love Lucy impersonators in the middle of the desert. <laughs> That's not true. They chased the him. Dickinson to the was de- really the only also, one. Who- 
they they're guilty okay they're get like they're guilty of destroying that own but their own bus all right because i don't because all yeah, they had sure. to do was let him change the tire they didn't need to help at all they didn't need to do anything why were they why were they rolling it down the highway right what are you doing we're not even ready for the tire yet i haven't even gotten the other tire off yet That's y'all true. just do nothing well, how about were, that you know they were loosing and the the one Lucy started the fire on the bus. To, not on purpose. Not on purpose. Not on purpose, though. That one wasn't on purpose. <laughs> the that cigarette was an her wig. Uh, <laughs> although I, I like you talking about jokes that also maybe wouldn't uh, sell well in a modern day. That joke about the I love I Lucy, the, like trans, the trans I love Lucy person, or the cross, like uh, or uh, drag, drag, drag I love Lucy, like. That joke would not land today. There are a lot of people who would have issues with that joke. I mean, I think it's funny, but just because I know what it was like in the 2000s. <laughs> I think it was funny in a way, but nowadays it would be like, oh, I assumed most of these people on the bus doing the I Love Lucy wearing drag. I'd be more shocked to find a woman doing that. <laughs> Honestly. Be like, oh. I, I, I read that the director because uh, the director of this is the same person, Jerry Zucker, he directed Airplane um, and Ghost as well. Uh, he puts his mom in, ever since Airplane, he put, he's, he put his mom in every single movie of his. And his, in this movie, his mom was one of the Lucy impersonators. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Interesting. I uh, know, isn't that sweet? Oh, yeah, that is really sweet. Yeah. The the other joke I was thinking that uh, actually before I say that uh, one of my I think my favorite duo I did like Breckenmeyer and Amy Smart because they they kind of ha- went on more of a journey at first he didn't you know want to be involved in the in the race and then there this was kind of a slow burn they met and then it's like oh. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're you have a helicopter. We're racing for two million dollars. Let's do this. Uh, I also did like uh, the the mother daughter, but act, watching it this time, I realized that they didn't have as much screen time as I remembered. No, they don't. Or I feel like as hmm. as a lot of the other uh, groups, them and Rowan Atkinson. I feel like they they are the two. Groups I'm glad Rowan Atkinson didn't have time. Else. I got tired of him real quick. All right. I don't, yeah, I, me too. The like, the like, so over dramatic. Like, it's the it's the same thing with the blackening for me. Where I'm like, everybody else is being a person. What are you doing? <laughs> what what is happening? I know you're Rowan Atkinson, but for God's sake, like, can you tone it down a little bit? Nobody foreign is this aloof. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it's it's to a point where everybody else is real people, and he's a cartoon character. And I know you're Mr. Bean, but this ain't a Mr. Bean movie. You're saying the guy with the tongue piercing, Blaine, that's a real person At least there's a reason. There's no reason why Rowan Atkinson is weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's just weird because they're like, he's he's a weirdo. He's Italian. He has narcolepsy. All right. Yeah, a very unrealistic narcolepsy, by the way, because nobody falls asleep standing up. (laughs) You would... You would fall. <laughs> also, there's triggers for narcolepsy. What was his trigger? It just all of a sudden happened. That too. <laughs> that, was, that was also his way of travel after 
the the planes couldn't take off. Why did nobody think about a train? Because the train That's went true, right yeah. to the station where the bag was. I thought about that when he got there. I was like, oh, they could have taken the train. He got off the train and literally walked right Although, I, I refuse to believe. Yeah. If we're not going to give Bullet Train the time of day to be like, yeah, you could definitely just hop on a Bullet Train, there, Rowan Atkinson should be missed when he tried to jump on that train. <laughs> just just the second it came up, like missed. <laughs> and that's it. Because <laughs> there's no way you could jump off a moving train that's moving that fast. <laughs> And grab on and catch it. There's, it's not possible. And then on top of that, not only catch that train, get in the train <laughs> and take a seat. I don't there's think it's also, realistic after that guy. The, also, uh, what was his name? The postman or the heart transplant guy. He grabbed the electric fence and the heart and started beating the electric his hand. fence. Yeah, that's true. That is weird. It's like what the hell. Uh, also, also unrealistic is uh, them getting in the rocket mm-hmm. and the bullet going alongside of them <laughs> and they're moving as fast as the bullet because uh the bullet i've read somewhere the the bullet is only in the air as long as it takes to like drop a bullet from that height like it would be in the air the same amount of time right it doesn't go straight so forward it, it be- goes down like this that's the trajectory of a bullet right yeah right so it wouldn't be in the air for that long that they could ride alongside. How about also it wouldn't be going that fast. If they're supposed to be going close to Mach 1 speed, bullets aren't that fast. <laughs> bullets are fast. They're not Mach 1 fast. It, it, it's weird that they gave the ones who they gave the most um, least screen time to, they gave the most unpredictable circumstances to. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> When they got on, so this was going to lead me into another thing that wouldn't fly today. When they got on the bus with like the adults with uh, mental mental disabilities. Uh And uh, the daughter says, we're not crazy people. I don't think that would I don't think that would fly today. Yeah, I, I think the whole scene well, would fly. That's the thing. Was it that they had mental uh, mental disabilities, or were they from like I had thought they they were from like a, a ward, like a like a uh, like a psychiatric ward or something like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, not were that they from were a psychiatric ward. Yeah, I didn't think that they had mental dis. I mean, I guess arguably it is the they same had, one and the same. Yeah, but but it's just like yo, also, there's a difference. How do you not know what patients you have? That too. <laughs> they just let them on the bus. <laughs> they don't even know that they're they're their patients. So like that was yep. also another right. thing. And then you when a patient is violent, you're just like, okay, fine, get off the bus. Right. right. You don't got you don't no guards. You don't got no backup. <laughs> Nothing. You're just, just like, doesn't right, happen. Fine. Let the p- people you think are clinically <laughs> insane get off the bus after they've acted violent towards you. That's gonna <laughs> That's safe for everybody. My uh, kind of switching. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something? Oh, just like no. I thought the Cuba Gooding Jr. story, though, was uh, actually very interesting. I thought that was neat because normally it'd be like maybe he's a football player who threw a game or something like that or messed up. But it's interesting to have it where it'd be it's, it's a ref instead, uh, even though that doesn't really come up much after like halfway through the movie. They, they kind of like they're kind of like well, done with that he- plot point dropped him in the desert he's abandoned in the desert with no clothes or anything then they're like all right he suffered enough for his sins 
I love that they addressed that the sand would be hot. Because most movies would ignore that and they'd just be like, yeah, they're just walking. It's like, no, the sand would be burning hot. It'd be like walking on hot concrete. Right. Which apparently they filmed those scenes in Canada. The scenes where they're in the desert, they filmed in Canada. They would. They didn't want to film in Vegas because they were filming in the summertime and it would be scorching hot. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. So they sense. filmed those scenes in Canada during the summer. Yeah. Whew. Um, uh, my favorite cameo in this film is Gloria Allred because she just shows up <laughs> anytime someone gets injured and she's like, don't worry, stay there. I'm gonna get you a lot of money. I love, yeah, Wayne Knight. Oh, yeah. That, that joke, that joke made me laugh. He's like, "Oh shit, it's Gloria Allred." <laughs> get in the thing. I had forgot about that. That was funny. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, I actually did like. I loved his. He was just like, "Got any family?" Huh? He's like, "No, I don't, I don't have any family." So like, you don't have a mother or father, any siblings? Like, no. It's like, why do you ask? And I love that. I'm like, Rowan Atkinson in this movie is clearly an idiot, but he was smart enough to pick up on that one because he was like, "Ooh, look over there." There's it's a drifter like, we could kill. There's a drifter we could kill. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but then it works out for Wayne Knight because he ends up restarting the heart. I guess. Well, no. So my thing is, I'm like, why are you acting go like this is like a piece of gold or something? He's like, you want to see the heart? I'm like, uh, no. Why would I want to see that? <laughs> I won't lie. I would. I would say yes. I would want to see the heart. You wouldn't want to see the heart. No, I don't want to see I any would. organs that aren't inside of a human body. You want to see the person instead? I'd rather talk to a person. Yeah, sure. No, I meant you want to see the organs when they're still the inside the person. person. The dead person. At least then they're exactly where they're supposed to be. Not outside. He's talking about, well, the heart needs to get some air. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It gets it oxygen <laughs> from blood in the body. <laughs> Jonathan, if somebody was like, hey, I have a heart in a cooler, a medical person, a medical transport person, this isn't so He's not even ba dude, barely a medical would, transport person. <laughs> if somebody who is legally having this heart, legally, legally had the heart, I was like, do you want to see it? Would you see it? I say that because I know how I say things. <laughs> Trying to cover that face. <laughs> it would depend on the context. Uh, like, am I in a rush? Do I have time? Uh, say you have time. I don't know. I don't have to think about that. Say you have time. <laughs> you, you, you have time. Have you time. don't know this person very well, though. But you're like, you, you know them oh, enough. the medical person? Yeah. And they're like, well, that would be a red flag then. Like, why are they trying to, if I don't know them, why are they trying to show me? I thought thing? for sure he's going to be, because you don't see the lifeline thing on the van very clearly when he first picks up Rowan Atkinson. So I thought he was going to be like a serial killer or something. I thought he was UPS at first. Because he's going to be like, you know what I got in the back? What he got? So he wanted to take a look and then it's a body and he's like, oh my God. I think that would have gone too dark. Maybe? Too dark know. for the movie in which a bunch of Jewish people go to a Nazi museum and then steal the Hitler mobile. <laughs> That's why I'm like, this movie could technically still be made today, except for his whole plot line. His whole storyline is just <laughs> fucked up after one thing after another. But you're right. People still hate Nazis today. So Nazis getting embarrassed in this film. Maybe the speech in front of the World War II vets. Not great. 
and maybe him drugging his family not okay <laughs> those two can stay out uh the, although i have to say the smash mouth thing dates this movie immensely like i, you know I think I mean? it preserves it in a way it's like i think it makes it great because it's like smash mouth is so uniquely two we just said the same not, thing not, you're just trying to make it a positive all right no, this, no, it no, dates no. this movie no. No, not only that not only no. smash mouth it's smash mouth feed the earth it is a benefit concert that you don't really True. see nowadays <laughs> so it is a benefit concert headlining smash mouth that screams 2000s and they even got jackets yeah so even basically they all meet up they all are racing in silver city and they all end up getting to the safe they open it it's not there and um like jilted the, butler the, think you can call him uh-huh and <laughs> and his prostitute it, tried to steal uh-huh. the money <laughs> they, they try to steal the money <laughs> or escort i'm sorry um, escort try es- to steal the money escort, yeah they they tried it well in the movie they called it they just straight up called her a hooker um, <laughs> a hooker is what you call uh, them when you're trying to, to insult them. them they are an escort because that is their profession they are they are professional right. escorts are when they're alive they're when they're dead they're hookers <laughs> I love that. Can movie. either of you tell me where that's a line from? That's from Archer. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I just movie need somebody show, else to like. Uh, I just need somebody else to say that too, so it doesn't just look out, like out here like I'm insulting, you know, escorts or that's anything. One of, one of my favorite Archer Archer episodes. I, one of the first my, ones from the first season too. Yeah, it's from the fr- it's from the first episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the ones I will still quote with my mom. I could like call her up and say that exact line to her because she loves it too. <laughs> I I love the dolphin bit. That's still my favorite part of that first episode. The mobile yeah. fire dolphin, Pam! You and your dolphin. <laughs> that's how you get ants. All of this is going over. Yeah, that's ants. how you get ants. That's how you get ants. <laughs> well, you need to watch Archer, sir. Because there are so many great okay. lines in that. It's just a good like there are so many great one-liners in just the first episode alone so you're gonna have to go back and watch that my favorite line of all archer history is i will straight flush your brains at the back of your skull (laughs) i like that's the greatest insult anybody could give in a poker poker game (laughs) i love how much i want to get an ocelot because of him oh yeah uh is it uh 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 babu I don't remember what it's called, uh, but I just saw a clip with it and him in the ocelot at the last time. He's like, I saved you, but it was totally worth it for all the bite legs. And the little cat's going, huh? And he's like, no, that was sarcasm. It's not worth it. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so they all end up uh, catching the escort and um, Mr. What's his name? I don't recall. We got... Mr. Belvedere, I don't know. Uh, I was that okay. oh, that's definitely I was not his name. <laughs> Sinclair, Douglas P. Donald P. Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. No, wait. Sorry, Sinclair's. Uh, that's the rich guy, right? No, no, Grisham. no. The no, they, they're catching the his. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, oh, Grisham, 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 Harold, Harold Grisham. Grisham. Uh, they end up catching them. Also, he's not a butler. He's uh, an attorney. But- <laughs> so. 
Yeah. <laughs> but he acts as a butler, though. He acts much. as a butler. Um, uh, they end up uh, uh, getting the money away from them, and uh, they get the, the money, but they also end up getting on stage with Smash Mouth. And Smash Mouth is like, wow, what? What, what's 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 all this? And they're like, we're splitting two million dollars. And Smash Mouth is like two million dollars. And then you find out that it's a benefit concert uh, for Feed the Children. Which I I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. A piece of me would have also been like Seth Green, but instead of getting change of heart, I would just like left, been like, Walked damn off. y'all, you are what I went through to get this money. Okay, I have committed many felonies to get here. <laughs> I am taking well, this money. You, I would have. You would have become the most. What the that, mom did, just you know, these are good. These hide things, you know, put a little in there. Turn oh around. yeah, just put a couple. Yeah, in, just put in a couple. Here. Put a couple stacks in there. Adjust while everybody's distracted by everything else, and drop what I got in my hands. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if you did the Seth Green approach, Jerome, and it's, if it's televised. You become the most hated person. Listen, in America. it'd be like that Monique meme. You know, ever seen that on TikTok? Like, bitch, fuck them kids and fuck you too. I'm taking this money. <laughs> There's my F bomb allotment. I've already I've, I've, I've tapped out at four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Usually but, it's but, me. but that'd be that's that's what I'd, I'd be like. I'd be like, I don't care about these children. Let them starve. All right. If God wanted them fed, he would have given them food. I'm taking this money. <laughs> they literally brought a child out. All views yeah. and opinions expressed the- by Jerome <laughs> do not reflect the first thing to die by. I wish I some know. movie would write that like, line. I really children. wish a movie would put that line in there. <laughs> God wanted them fed. I'm sorry, but I'm also on the side of fuck the children. So, like. <laughs> All views exp- expressed by. <laughs> Alex and Jerome do not These are all jokes, ladies and gentlemen. These are all jokes. We do uh, <laughs> wish that all of the hungry children of the world can be fed <laughs> and taken care of as they should be because they are innocent souls. But I'm just saying, I, I, I probably like, I don't know, a piece of me would be like, look, just take a stack. Just take a dub. Let me have a dub. Let me have a dub. <laughs> See, that's, that's twenty dollars. Let me have though. a thou. Let me have just one G. Just, just one. That's all I need. I don't need much. <laughs> it's one thousand dollars. I mean, two thousand if you're really nice. Each stack's got to be like a thousand, right? I could hide two thousand on my person very quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad. I mean, Cuba Gooding Jr. He had a stack left in his pants that he could have just left there because he, he he was like, oh, I forgot about this one. But he could have just left that. that nobody would have known. It's true. I do. I like, although the, the comeuppance that the rich people get where he's like, yeah, they're going to match everything you raised tonight. And then it just, the number is trickling up. I'm like, there is no way anybody is giving that much money for it to now start hitting the double digits of millions. You know how I know? Because nobody in America cares that much. Not, not enough people in this country care that much about the Starfic children. They don't even want to give a quarter, just a quarter a day. <laughs> To save these kids, for the price they, of a they're cup not going to give thousands upon thousands of dollars. You, you never know. Back in the back in the in in the early two thousands, the nineties. I don't we know. We had, had to keep having benefit concerts for that reason. Well, we we had we are the world. <laughs> we had uh, Live Aid. 
we had <laughs> this, these are all true benefit concerts but here's the thing jonathan that was also the start the 2000s the start of the for only a quarter a day you too could feed little imbutu and his family <laughs> that was funny. I'll give you that. That was real funny. <laughs> I just, I just like, that's my thing is I'm just like, this is like, like, this is the most unrealistic part of the movie for me. And that says a lot because there's been a lot of unrealistic things. <laughs> Not the cow but hanging out for like miles and miles <laughs> through a hot air balloon upside down, still alive. <laughs> Right. <laughs> How's the fact that the milk comes out like a fire hose when <laughs> Seth Green shoots it at the dude's face? <laughs> Which is not how udders work. It, it comes out that way, but you gotta like, you gotta pr- like press it. You gotta like actually milk it. You can't just hold it, just like a faucet. <laughs> Maybe. Right, you gotta squeeze. Has anybody ever tried to just like? No, I'm not gonna. I think I should move. Let's move on. No, I feel like this is gonna get worse. Yeah. Well, I'm- uh, but uh, real quick for that scene when they're cha- oh, no, go, no go ahead Jonathan oh, I was just gonna say that scene when they're when they're uh, getting chased by the car that doesn't have anybody in it I remember watching I think the behind it was either remember when DVDs had the commentary with like the director or cast members on it you could, like watch the movie and it would have commentary with the director mm-hmm. I think I remember watching that and I remember that the car they had someone like driving in it, but they just like cut out a hole for the person's head in the seat. So it looked like nobody was driving in. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how they did that for the movie. Hmm. I was going to ask, <laughs> what was your guys' favorite scene where you had the millionaires? Because these millionaires and billionaires are essentially betting on the Making a bunch of bets in. the whole time. <laughs> uh, making random bets. Throughout the whole movie, what was your favorite bet that they made during the during the, the maid movie? the maids when they were holding hanging up on the hanging on the, 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 hanging on the curtains? <laughs> I'm like that's some cold shit. <laughs> they just got them hanging up there. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will survive? I I am surprised. I, it reminded me of uh, the American Dad episode where they have that like uh, Principal Lewis is betting on it's two kids coloring. <laughs> And it's like betting on who's going to be the first to go outside the lines. <laughs> and the parents are like, I don't think this is the right preschool for Susie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he uh, originally in that episode, he was betting on like the Steve's wrestling match. And the dad was like, how do you find somebody to bet on a wrestling match? He's like, you can find anybody to bet on anything if you want. Mm-hmm. And it's like this movie kind of like proves that point. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed the escort one because it was creative in their suggestions, and two, I just like the way they all like popped out too. Because some of them were like nowhere, some of them were straight up hunched over behind the couch or something, and they just get up like think about a millionaire just like curled up behind the couch, (laughs) listening. (laughs) Hit myself. (laughs) I was just like, this is a weird side scene. Like, why are they? What What's up with this scene? But no, it was a it was a bit. You know, some of the criticism um, Squid Games got was how they represented 
uh, billionaires and the rich, and they're like, oh, it's unrealistic because they're show- portraying them as like these unhinged, savage animals, blah, 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 and stuff like that. I was like, what race did that? These billionaires were not like uh, exquisite or, you know, like prop or anything. They were like hunching over stuff, hiding things, or getting upset. They're like you know, children. And eating ch- Yeah. And it showed him in that exact way where it's like, you have too much money. You clearly don't know what to do with it. So now you're just playing with people's lives like that, taking ridiculous bets and like just like doing all this stuff. Yeah. Apparently it says Sinclair and the gambler's eccentric habits are further exaggerated in deleted scenes where they partake in many more ridiculous bets, including playing Monopoly with real money. In another scene, a high roller pretends mm-hmm. to find what they are doing uh, immoral. Professional wrestler Diamond Dallas Page and his wife Kimberly had a cameo that was cut when the test audiences failed to give his appearance any reaction. Oh, okay, so that's just a different thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's better that like none of them find what they're doing immoral or does not care. They're like, ah, whatever. <laughs> it shows they don't think about playing. Yeah, because then you get lives. that payoff at the end. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's true. So check it out. We've got uh what's it called? Technically seven people to cast. Who's who are we casting in oh, Rap Race twenty twenty three? Like addition, like a reboot of this movie, and it's the same characters, same characters, well, just just new. John just, Cleese uh, can still play actors. John Cleese. He's still alive. Okay, he could still, still do alive. it. Yeah, He's still acting. He's still going. Okay, so we got our, we got John Cleese back as Donald P. Sinclair. Who are like the new Rat Race uh, contestants? Um, I have. Um, trying to think. Hmm, let's see. I'm putting Sinqua uh, Walls in Amy the race Smart- as the Cuba Gooding Jr. character. Okay. Maybe Amy oh. Smart can be Margot Robbie. <laughs> Wait, you froze for a sec. Which one did you... Like, I heard Margot Robbie. Did you say someone else? Who, yeah. me? At least oh. on my screen you did. <laughs> I, I said... Oh, I said maybe uh, Tracy, Amy Smart, can be Margot Robbie. Ooh, I can see that. That's a good pick. Um... Skip pick. Uh, like she could definitely do the um, crazy, like thing, but uh, pretty decent. Um, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Alex, are you making a list? I'm trying to like look for. I don't remember actors and actresses very well, so I have to look up the ones I want. <laughs> uh, the actress I'm trying to think uh, of, but I can't remember her name. She was. She actually played in Abbott Elementary as uh, the mom. That came to t- uh, Taraji, oh, Taraji Bianchi. Yeah. yeah, I want her in there because when she plays oh, comedy, oh, she as, plays comedy amazingly. Yeah, she could probably do a whooping go. I love okay, her. Anytime on, she does on, comedy, it's amazing. I'm making, I'm making a list. I'm making a list. Hold on. So we got Cinqua <laughs> Walls <laughs> as uh, <laughs> as Cuba. We're just gonna put Cuba. <laughs> we got uh, Margot Robbie as Amy. And then I'm I'm if, if we do in Tragic Hansen, I'm gonna say Kiki Palmer as as Meryl, mm. the daughter. Uh, do you think she's young enough? Yeah, yeah because she's a the other one, woman. the other one wasn't very young. And Tragic Pansen would be her. Yeah. Uh, we okay. Can just find Kiki whatever Palmer's generic white man to play the other generic white man. Well, no, we gotta pick one. We gotta pick, and we have a bunch of them to pick. Actually, <laughs> we could also do race swapping. Uh, 
Uh, well, we get for Rowan Atkinson. Who's goofy like that? Max Who's Greenfield for that one, the generic white man. I just like Max Greenfield. Who the hell is Max <laughs> Greenfield? <laughs> He's from, from New, Girl. Uh, New Girl. He's Schmidt. Hold on. Oh. Hmm. You know what though? Breckin Meyer's likable though. But I think like Max Greenfield is like he's too he's too smarmy. He's too good looking. We need somebody who's like who could be like the everyman. You know, like like a Jake Johnson or somebody. Not Jake Johnson for this particular scenario we're saying, but somebody like him. You know what I mean? Um I got nobody. Uh, I don't know. Is Tom Tom Holland would be too young, right? Tom Holland would be too young, yeah, and too big right now. Oh, and and too big for this for the movie. Um, we'll come back to it. What about what about the brothers? We got Dwayne and Blaine. Zach Efron, for some reason, I'm thinking he could be one of the brothers. Okay, I I could I could see him in a movie like this. Who does he play? Which one? Seth Green. Yeah. I couldn't see him playing the other guy. There you go. Zach Efron as Blaine. We'll figure out who plays Dwayne. Um, uh, I'm trying to look at all the characters, either. so I make sure I don't miss anybody. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think who... Oh, I finally see the Napoleon. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dwayne is the is the Seth Green character. My bad. So Zac Efron's Dwayne. We're looking for someone to play Blaine. Blaine, who would be Blaine? It has to be someone who can do Goofy. Chris Pine. Um, I, I refuse do to goofy? do anything with Chris Pine. You will strike him from any. Chris Pine. Are you thinking Chris Pratt? No, Chris Pine. Have you not like have you no. seen him in uh, oh. like I smoking you were aces? Chris Pratt too. I was thinking that. No, Chris Pine. Like, oh, Did you not hear what I said? No, no. In, apparently no, not. Smoking aces. He can be very I, funny. I usually, if he like, it can be I goofy. I usually think of Chris Pine as like is like serious. I know who you're talking about. Dungeon I don't Dragon. think he would do that. that. No, I could see him. Well, could Although he this be is a character who doesn't talk. Yeah. Although yes, I could actually see him in the Breck and Meyer role. Uh oh yeah, Chris Pine. I can see that. He might be a little too older now because he's in like his Silver Fox era going on. True, yeah, he is. He is older now. Yeah, that's true. Still looking good. Yeah, I mean, he's still taking care care, (laughs) care of himself. (laughs) Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Ooh, maybe. Ooh, you know who I can see Uh, as the brother? Uh, the guy. What's his name? Um, Will Poulter. Yeah, I could see that. I think Zac Efron and him would have great chemistry. Yeah, we'll do Will Poulter because he's he he can be goofy. I feel like so. The only people we're missing are uh, Brecken Meyer's character and Randy. You know, John Levitt's Levitt's character so far. Uh, John Randy, Levitt's I can't remember him now. That's John Levitt's character. The the. Uh, the oh. family man. Yeah. I think, honestly, his family would have just been straight up stricken. <laughs> his whole plot line would not be it. Oh, like, cut him from... Cut, cut I think their that plot, plot line just needs to... Make end. a new... Although, no, I, I think, think it works to have, like, be... a family man. You could just redo oh. it. You could just change it, you know? 
Maybe I we think can make them the the race make them swap. like an Asian family. Yeah, I was thinking or, that's or, the family to yeah, race or like swap. A, or like a Latin family or something. Yeah. Well, we could do Latin or we could do Asian or maybe a mix of both. That's the that's yeah. the couple. It's like an Asian man, uh, Latino wife, or vice versa, whatever. Yeah, you're really just mixing it all in there. I mean, listen, <laughs> trying to get some Asian representation in there. <laughs> just make that a blended wait. family. No, no, wait. I know who plays the Breck and my character, Steven Yoon. Why not? Yeah, I will. Okay, yeah, Steven Yeun I can see anything. that. Steven Yeun in anything. He'd be great <laughs> in that role. He'd be he'd be really good. That means the family has to be Latin. To be yeah, to Latino, Latino, Latino. <laughs> yeah. Um. They're gonna find. Well, it's gonna be hard to find some kids mixed looking like that. Honestly. <laughs> Listen, that's for the casting director to figure out. All right, we're doing the main cast right now. Fair enough. I have also Randy and Randy's <laughs> wife because Kathy and Jimmy's famous too. So I was like, who's going to play the Kathy and Jimmy? Like, who's going to like? Because that pair Selma needs to be Hayek. important too. Of like, the two. Pe- oh, some hike and ooh, what about Pedro Pascal? That I would love to. See. I would pay to see that pairing. Some so some hike and Pedro Pascal. They would be hilarious together. They would be hilarious together. They would okay, be so, so pay- funny. <laughs> So, okay. Dang, y'all got me excited for a movie. That it doesn't exist, right? <laughs> so here's it's here's actors what, and actresses, we would just love to see work in a project together. So here's what we got. Right. We got Sinqual Walls as Cube as uh, Cube's character as the ref. Uh, or uh, Owen, that was his name. So as uh, Sinqual Walls as Owen. Uh, we got Margot Robbie as Amy, which that would be weird seeing Margot Robbie and Steven Yoon as like a romantic pairing. Oh yeah, I could see I'd it. Watch yeah, it, no, I'd see it. Yeah, but Margaret Robbie is Amy. We got Taraji P Henson as uh, that was her name was Vera, right? Yeah, Vera yeah. Baker. Vera. We've got uh, Kiki Palmer as uh, Meryl. Yeah, as Meryl. Um, we've got Zac Efron as Dwayne and Will Poulter as Blaine. We've got Stephen Yoon as uh, White Man uh, Nicholas. <laughs> You <laughs> can change his name though. He doesn't have to be Nicholas, but you know, like it's Steven Yoon and Pedro Pascal and Selma Hayek, even though the character's name was Randy, but I don't know. We changed it to, I don't know, uh, something that's more Latino <laughs> or Hispanic. Mexicans can be named, I know Latino people can be named Randy. Randy. Probably not Do that you- way because the way I say, I understand the way I'm saying it doesn't sound. <laughs> I'm about to say, you don't, I don't know dead. if there is. I don't know if they'd be named Randy. As long Probably as he's not, not named Hector, we'll we'll we'll, we'll be okay. Because that's, that's the stereotypical far. name. Yeah, as long as he's not Hector, it's all good. Um, I could just see that that would be a fun. This would be a fun movie. I want to see this movie now. <laughs> yeah, that would be producers. Get really? your shit together and what go back you? to the table so we can make this movie happen and get the actors not back kidding. in. Not <laughs> kidding. The actors and screenwriter. What I would honestly be... just want to see a project now with Salma Hayek and Pedro Pascal. Those two would just be fantastic together. The energy that they would like have, I, I think, would just be great. I don't care what the project is. That would be fun. That would be fun to see. Uh, what would be their storyline if if we weren't getting the Hitler uh, storyline? What would be their? What, what would they stumble upon? Ice. they are getting getting mighty close to the border so (laughs) 
Let's go so to New Mexico. So will show me paper laws still are in effect? You know, that's why I'm not willing to travel down to Arizona or Florida at the moment. We're going to be real to the movie, to real to real life. Ice. Right. There's a whole museum on the border towns. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fucked up. Uh, who do we say was the Rowan Atkinson character? Again? Oh, we didn't actually cast them. That I forgot about Rowan Atkinson. Oh. So yeah, oh. we still got to do en- Enrico or whatever. Enrico from. Is there any? You know what's ironic? I can see Pedro Pascal playing that character too. Because he did such a good job on SNL for some of those characters. I can see him playing him like the SNL characters oh, yeah. he did. Um, we have to get somebody. Or maybe. maybe Really cartoony. Sorry. Somebody. I was just like somebody who's able to do be really This cartoony. is the run I will race swap. And I'm saying Kate McKinnon. Oh, you mean gender, gender swap? swap? Yes, thank you. Uh, it's race and gender. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, but Kate McKinnon, but as like as another foreign person, but I just uh, okay, but, I can see that. I'm not mad at that. I think there's a better option, <laughs> but I could see it at the same time. Well, what are you thinking? I could see it still more as a man, especially because they're traveling alone. Hmm. Got to factor in that too. It's a person just traveling alone. Gerality. Yeah, but they're, they're, the whole idea is that they're also extremely. This character is extremely aloof, so I don't think them being alone would be really a factor for them, male or female, because they'd just be like, "I'm on an adventure, whatever." <laughs> like, like they wouldn't care. I don't know. I kind of you kind of see it, but I still always say I think there might be a better option. I'm just not sure. Well, like, uh, like we also have. Uh, pff, trying to think of who else would be pretty good. Colin Farrell. He could be goofy if he wants to be. He just isn't often. <laughs> There's also uh, Jason Momoa. He's goofy and Jason Fast Momoa X. would be interesting. <laughs> I would love to see him prance on screen and be like, "I'm here." If I mean he's dedicated <laughs> to comedy, like if he has to be funny, he will do it. I, I'm willing to I'm willing to take that cat. And also, it would be a great play against type, you know, like because Rowan Atkinson's a very mm-hmm. small, very like you know, uh, like skinny guy. It'd be cool to like the op- like have the complete opposite. This enormous man <laughs> has this I like goofy person because they don't have. He's not a lot in the story. I love when they get these like big name actors for these teeny tiny parts. It's like, why do you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? And then it's like, it makes the movie some for some reason a little more fun, though. Because you see them, they're like, why would you right. just give them this part when it's like they're not getting any screen time? We'll put Jason Momoa in there. Why not? Who 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 would be the band at the end? Yeah. BTS. Oh, the band? No, they're too high. They're too high level. We can't. We can't afford BTS. Like they, we're gonna we could get them down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, they're not together right now, anyway. Uh, like a couple of them are in the military. They're doing yeah. Certain- <laughs> uh No, Imagine Dragons. Um, it has to be a band that's yeah. going to solidify the time. It's Imagine I, Dragons. <laughs> look, it is Imagine Dragons. I feel like Imagine Dragons even now is not. They were very much. Yeah, but Imagine Dragons. You can get them on the phone, okay? What else are they doing? All right. We, like- imagine, imagine Dragons literally <laughs> are on every show, especially now on Netflix. There, somebody bought a song from them from everything 
they have a song somewhere in some show. You'll find them. <laughs> it sh- it should be like Saweetie or somebody. Or a hip hop <laughs> like a hip hop person that 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 makes that would be uh very topical too. Uh right. Or like bad. No, Jack Harlow. Lizzo. Lizzo. Let's get Lizzo. Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow or Lizzo. Yeah. Like, okay, so we have some picks. Who are we going with? (laughs) I say Lizzo. (laughs) Final. Okay. Final vote for Lizzo. Let's let's go with Lizzo. Because if this movie ever somehow does come to light and we're able to ever make it, us, I want to meet Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Also, let's be honest. If it is Lizzo, it's no, it either be Lizzo or Meg the Stallion. The reason why you think in this. Uh, screwball comedy we're not gonna have a scene where all the characters start twerking because Lizzo or Megan start twerking alright <laughs> that's happening that is true and if we could get Jason Momoa to start twerking all the ladies will appreciate <laughs> that would that would be awesome not wrong so it's it's Lizzo um, we're going with Lizzo as a band at the end <laughs> there we go alright audience make the poster we make it happen wow. <laughs> make us the rat race poster with these actors <laughs> At least if if it's not this one, just have some sort of ensemble film with this cast. Of people. Yes, I'm please, dying that'd now be fun. For the Pedro Pascal, <laughs> Salma Hayek, uh, like, see, I want right. them in some kind of form of comedy together because I that is that's gonna yeah. be great. I don't know how I like some movie needs to be made with them. We need our actors and writers <laughs> back. All right, there's a movie that needs Wait. to be made, and I like uh. I was gonna say our like our celebrity cameo, Jenna Ortega. <laughs> there we go. I still want to have Steve That's Martin who, on there. Lady. Yes, it's the Squirrel Lady. <laughs> I still want Steve Martin back, just for the voices. Yeah, he can come back. He can come back. He could be like at one of the cops or something. <laughs> he could be one of the eccentric billionaires. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, hey, if we can't get John Cleese, Steve Martin as the eccentric billionaire. Mm-hmm. I could see him Ooh, shooting a yeah. gun in a room full of people, and I don't say that in the way it sounds, but you know, in the way that in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> or we do because Steve Martin and Martin Short are doing a lot of stuff together nowadays. It could be both of them, and it could be like a joint sort of. Or role, you could have you know? Steve Martin as the billionaire and Martin Short as Grisham. As the as oh, yeah, yeah, that okay, would be great. There we go. There we go. It's all coming together. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rat Race 2023. Or I guess this is, I don't know if this movie is made next it year. 2024. This, 2024 would, this would come out in 2025. Yeah, this would come out 2025. Yeah, so 2025 Rat yeah. Race. You heard it here first. This is the cast with plus cameos and special music guests. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that would be actually uh, really fun. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be a fun movie. I'd like to watch that. That would actually be a lot of fun. Same. Um, if I could, if I could offer a swap out real quick though, uh, or like an alternative, like if we can't get Margot Robbie, uh, just because in, I feel like she might be hard in to Black get, Mirror. Yeah. Annie Murphy, she's available. Oh, <laughs> I think she'd make Annie, a great Amy. Actually, I think Annie Murphy would be a little bit better than Margot Robbie, honestly. Because Margot Robbie's that would be a great, but any uh, she's she, Annie Murphy's kind of got like more of a down to earth vibe to her. Mm-hmm. Feel like she could play real chill. It'll be a, a reunion between her and Penelope Cruz. <laughs> Wait, 
I mean, say, be, no, yeah, so I was about to say, Vanilla Cruz ain't in this movie. Like, unless she's like a cameo, she'll be like the Gloria Allred person. <laughs> like, hold the stay right there. I'll be there. Oh, shit, it's Penelope Cruz. We gotta go. <laughs> I can see there we Penelope, go. That's Cruz Penelope Cruz popping Cruz. out of nowhere. And I'd be okay with that, too. Hmm? Yeah, we could get more creative with the with the stuff, too, because now we have more technology. We could do more things <laughs> for like the, how they get to the location. There are yeah, where are they trying to get to transportation so, too? If they're starting in Vegas, where are they trying to get to? Probably same place. Silver City. Because it's a desert. That's what's crazy about it. You don't know what's coming up in the desert. We would have to add the thought of social media. Somebody's TikTok in their journey. Somebody's right. somebody's being like, follow me as we go get this money. That could be the kids right. in the in the couple, like Pedro Pascal and Selma Hayek. The kids are the ones who are like on social media talking about it. I think having the family aware of what's going on with any situation involving them would be a lot better than what was with that plot line because he was just putting his family in danger and they had no idea why. They're like, why is dad acting so erratic? What's going on? Why is that making me right. poop out of We don't window? want to see Pedro Pascal drug his kids. That's true. Well, we're gonna right we're gonna no. cut the we're drugging the kids part- portion of the move of, of in the remake. We're we're doing something different. <laughs> oh, from prior to what we said, we do actually care about children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that that's our our review of Rat Race 2001. And casting for Rat Race 2025, uh, coming to a theater yes. near you <laughs> once this writer's strike is over. Make it studios? <laughs> yes. Once everything comes together, make it happen, right? Netflix, you could even put it on Netflix. We've already... Once we're finished uh, helping write Black Mirror season seven, <laughs> boom, let's work on Rat Race, all right? More for so. Except I kind of want this to have a theatrical release. I don't want it to- Yeah, no, it out. needs to go out in theaters. People need to see this, you know, and they need to the support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get people back into the theaters. Yeah. Uh, Comment below, audience. What did you think about <laughs> Rat Race? If you've seen it, or if you have not seen it, are you interested now in watching it? Comment below. Tell us what you think about Rat Race and our, our thoughts and share. Um, and if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're you're listening to this on the audio side of things uh you know email us at the first one to die at gmail.com or comment on any of our social media posts um and you know we want to hear what you think about things <laughs> yes absolutely uh socials alex where can we find you you can find me at alex and nobody on instagram and on tiktok as well as the podcast tiktok the first ones to die where i post little clips of stuff we've been doing stuff we have done and movies shows tvs and other things we may be doing also i post little clips of uh, what i do during the day just because i get bored and like to share my lives with you people and we are also now on threads um that is a new one and i haven't added that to our graphics yet i should probably do that probably not this episode but next episode the new graphic will be added uh, but you can come find us there uh interact with us chat leave comments and you know let us know if there's anything you'd like us to review on tiktok as well what about you jerome where are we finding you 
You can find me at NotJeromeRet on Instagram, and also check out the YouTube channel for extra content that you can't get on the audio streaming platform. Stuff like mini reviews, gaming uh, videos, book reviews. I was gonna say gaming reviews. I'm like, no, we don't do that. But <laughs> book reviews, Not uh, gaming content, um, vlogs, and video versions of all of the podcasts. So if you wanna see our beautiful faces, and see what we're talking about. Or sometimes when we have visuals in our episodes, like uh, for our trivia episodes or other things, you wanna see what we're looking at. Gonna, the only way, one way to check it out is to go on over to the YouTube channel at the First Ones to Die podcast, and you can do that, so. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. Yes, you can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, and Breads, I guess now, wherever you please. You can follow us at the First Ones to Die all of these social platforms, including threads, once again. You can follow, you, or you can email us, the first ones to die at gmail.com. We would love to hear your comments, questions, and feedback. If you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe. Also comment below if you watched Rat Race. Let us know if you uh, felt as nostalgic as us. It, By the way, this movie is free on YouTube. Yeah, it that surprised me. YouTube it's movie, free on YouTube, amazing. the whole thing. Yeah. Now, if you don't have YouTube Premium, it will be with ads. Just know that going in. And and they're bad. I had to literally swap to our first to die account where we have YouTube Premium so I could watch the movie without every every five minutes oh my God. a series of I ads. I that that has premium on it. I watched it with the ads. I suffered. <laughs> so yeah so just know if you don't have youtube premium you will have a lot of ads to go through if you watch it but it is free 100 free and it is 100 the movie it's not like they cut anything out or anything like that so yes it's like a youtube one of the youtube movies that youtube offers so uh yeah so go check that out on youtube right now and uh, please give us five stars on your podcast listening platform. Give us a review. We would love that feedback. Next week. Yeah, speaking of Margot Robbie. Got a lot of stuff. Uh, next week. Yeah. Barbie. Barbie. Barbie yes. <laughs> coming to coming to the podcast platform next Monday. <laughs> Barbie Harmer. Uh, yeah, so we're doing a Barbie <laughs> review. Uh, so check out our like uh, you know be there on that next Monday for our thoughts on Barbie and uh, all of the pink stuff, Ken, everything. We're on top of the whole shebang, so you don't want to miss that. I promise you, you're gonna want to hear that review. You might even sing the Aqua song. Only if we get a thousand likes on this video. And if we don't get them by next right, by the next so. time the next episode comes out, uh, you're not listening to our rendition of Aqua's Barbie Girl. So I suggest y'all get on that. Right. That's right. Up. You will hear up. them sing. Nobody wants to hear me sing. <laughs> I'm just be honest now. But we'll see y'all next for the pinkness. The, the movie that led to the pink shortage in 2023. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And we'll count the the and we'll count the number of times we hear explosions from the next theater while we're watching our show. <laughs> yeah. It should only be watch- one. They only tested the bomb once because they kept thinking they were gonna destroy the world. <laughs> I'm gonna try to watch Oppenheimer and Barbie at the same time, like on the same day. I'm trying to figure out which one to watch first. Which well, one? I'm watching Oppenheimer wanna- on Thursday and then I'm watching Barbie on Friday. That's how I'm gonna do it. I might tag along with you to the Barbie one. I Probably Oppenheimer that. first. Is it you and your girlfriend? Because it'll 
Probably. She should be back. She's on vacation right now, but she should be oh. back by then. Well, let me know the Friday one. I'm going to tag along with you and your girlfriend, probably. <laughs> but, all right, audience. I would invite you, Jonathan, you. but you're not here. You'll be there in but, spirit, Jonathan. Uh, yes. <laughs> you got to make a stick with your face on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next time. Right. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. Or whenever you're listening to this. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>